bitch said that she pulls up in her Versace driveway. That's fucking serious. I never really used to appreciate that materialism in rap. But the way the rap is going now, it's better than mumbling. Welcome back, compadres. They said that you're Russian. Nah, my friend is in Russia right now. God bless her. Godspeed to her, man. There's a lot of human rights violations going on up there. Keep your pussy from going out in a riot, Maria. If you ever listen. She's actually my social media manager. She's an awesome web designer. She's also an awesome graphic designer. But she doesn't listen to my show. How can you tell? Because I'm talking shit right now. And not even afraid that she's going to hear it. Just letting you know, guys. <laughs> but welcome back to Keep Up. This is episode 20. And this is a special episode. I am uh, 20 episodes deep, and I haven't got bored of you guys. And maybe you haven't gotten bored of me. I'm getting a pretty decent amount of listens nowadays. Oh, oh, can't. Having a, having a, uh, oh. So my new, so my new job, uh, it forces me to have this uh, security feature on my on my phone and so basically every fucking minute i have to unlock it and even when i turn it on it's heavily encrypted the sd card so the job that i have right now is contractual so i'm able to uh, they're able to renew me in december 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 says december uh they're they're able to extend me in december so i shall be asking for a work phone because I work I work in creative and I work in uh, things that are that are always fast paced and moving I work in communication so that sometimes that means going to get print that sometimes means sending an email blast when I when I really need to and focus on getting the motherfucking job done and that's what I get paid to do and that's what I'm gonna do and that's what I do for you actually I basically bring you guys information, and it's up to you to keep up. Like I said, I would like to change the format soon. I would like to have a guest star every week, but it's hard to get people to come to Jamaica. It's hard to make any type of scheduling with a co-host because you co-hosts out there are very selfish with your scheduling. I last week was supposed to do one with the very lovely Lauren Lasaco. I told you before, she kept studying on me. She was coming from Jersey. And she decided to take a cab last minute to get back to her crib. Where were we supposed to record? Whatever. So that's what I mean. I can only take myself seriously. You know, some of you guys may think this is a hobby. I really enjoy it. I'm trying to make something out of it. I don't know what the fuck you're trying to do with your life. But like Chris Rock said, I'm not coming to your job and taking the squeegee out of your hand. Go fuck yourself. No, not you, Lauren. Lauren, you're cool. We're going to reschedule. But I'm just saying, in general, people who don't take my damn show seriously, go fuck yourself. Let's keep up with Still Vincent, bitch. What the fuck? Did I just listen to? And uh, before, we just listened to Cardi B. I'm I'm loving this chick more and more and more. And we're going to get more into her topic later in the show on what the fuck I just said. But right now, it's what the fuck that I just listened to. But we can stay on her for a little bit. That song was Moneybag. And that is on Invasion of Privacy. And more and more. Okay. So, so I admit what I'm wrong. 
I admit where I'm wrong. So an adversary that I've talked about on the show before, he said that never in a million years would have I thought Cardi B would come out with a better album than Drake. And at the at first I was appalled. And I, I even admitted to you guys that Nipsey Hussle's album is better than Scorpion. As a matter of fact, the more I listen to Scorpion, the more I think a lot of albums are better than Scorpion. <laughs> And to my adversary out there who probably will never listen to my show either, I have a good amount of listens, guys. Don't worry. I don't need my enemies listening. Well, he's not really an enemy, but he's someone that doesn't give a fuck about me. So I don't like giving a fuck about people that don't give a fuck about me. As a matter of fact, I stopped fucking this chick recently, and uh, she basically didn't want to fuck me anymore. So it's not that I didn't want to continue fucking her. It's because I don't like liking people that don't like me. It's a huge turnoff that happened in my relationship, my last one, and I don't like it. I don't like the feeling. I don't care how hot, how established the person is, how amazing the person is. If the person doesn't like me, kick the fucking rocks and kick the curb, bitch. I don't need that. I don't need that. I am a catch enough. I have too much confidence, guys. Sorry. People... Pay lots of money for therapy to have the confidence I have. Shout out, by the way, to my old creative director at Puffco. I heard that you need a lot of therapy. But it's all good. You're in a spot that I want to be. So technically I'm jealous. Don't let me bother you. But it's okay. The higher salary that you are getting, you're definitely giving to your therapist. And I give mine to Weed. Weed is definitely my therapist. I probably do need a real therapist. I probably am diagnosed with like bipolar disorder or something or but I'm just I'm just not like that. I don't like getting diagnosed. I like to be all natural when it comes to my fucking craziness. On to the music. And unfortunately, last week I spoke about the pancreatic cancer of Aretha Franklin. She did not make it. She was 76 years old. I believe it's around my grandmother's age and my grandmother smoked cigarettes, guys. I would love to her for her to stop. She was doing such a great job. She went from smoking a few, I mean, she went from not smoking at all for a few months and she's gone years before I didn't know her back then. You know, I wasn't born. I wasn't uh, out in the world, but I've always known her as a smoker and basically I had I haven't known her not as a smoker, so it's really sad. I love my grandmother a lot. Otherwise, her health is great, but the smoking doesn't help, and it doesn't help me either. I I smoke Dutchess sometimes. I smoke. I don't care. I'll smoke from whatever. So, who am I to judge? I just saw this meme, and it's from my homeboy uh, Kevin, and he is becoming a doctor in the Caribbean. Actually, hey man, get your get your fucking degree wherever you can. I have another friend that's in the Caribbean and she's getting her vet license, so why not? So he had this meme and it had two Spider-Mans looking at each other saying, I told my patient not to eat fast food and we were at McDonald's and we were basically staring at each other. Basically like pointing and staring at each other. And it's because everybody's got better advice than they had for themselves. Duh. So back to the Queen of Soul. I think Aretha is the best singer of all time. I think she's ranked higher than Whitney Houston. My uncle and aunt disagree, but they saw her live. I've never, I don't think I've seen Aretha live. No, I have not. I definitely haven't seen Whitney live. I wish I did. 
Well, as a matter of fact, um, Bobby Christina's uh, boyfriend that was around when she drowned herself, just like her mother, he died recently. So that's just a tragic... They need to do a movie on that because that is just a tragic... Not even a biopic. I've seen two biopics on Whitney. Very depressing. Very enabling. Like, she was basically the drug addict that of everybody. Bobby was more of the drinker and she was more of the fucking cocaine sniffer. Who would have thought? And how do you drip cocaine from your nose like that and sing like that? That's how incredible she was. But I'm sure it damaged the vocal cords over time because coke definitely will do that. Ask one of my former friends. Actually, he can never sing. He's not talented at anything, by the way. He's got a very charismatic personality as me, but not recently. Now somebody's banging his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. Shout out to you, J-Man. Shout out to you, John. You're my hero. We've talked about it before. Mr. Petty McGee over here. I hope that his ex-girlfriend keeps getting stuffed by this guy. Just as long as my ex keeps getting stuffed by somebody with the same name as me, I hope that your girlfriend gobbles all over that knob, gets teabagged by this guy, because you're a piece of shit. You fuck everybody's girlfriend. You deserve that shit. Why am I talking about her during Aretha? So like I said, (laughs) I was talking about Whitney, and I was going into cocktails. No more of that. Oh, and shout out to this bitch that just celebrated her birthday with you and all her fat friends. I'm glad I'm not your friend anymore. Uh, my mom tried to make me feel guilty about that because, like, we used to travel together and shit. Fuck that, man. Lesson learned. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people hold in a friendship. It doesn't matter what value they hold. If they are not loyal to you, get the fuck out of there. It took me many hard lessons to learn that. She used to hang out with my ex sometimes. She used to hang out with people that didn't like me. And... She was my friend, and it was more about networking for her than it was about building a friendship. And again, if you are not able to make mistakes in a friendship, that's not a friend. If a person is going to punish you for making a mistake for a very long time, that's a grudge. That's not a friend. That's an associate. As a matter of fact, I have a friend coming up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press him a little bit because like, we became friends recently over something that happened a long time ago. Uh, his ex actually lying on me. And saying that I snitched on him for cheating when he cheated all the time, by the way. Uh, yeah, we we've been, we became friends again and we never really touched on it. So I'm not one of those people. I know you know that. I confront whatever issue head on. So wish me luck. I'll probably give you an update next week on that. <laughs> His name will be Anonymous. But speaking of which, with Aretha, they, they fucked her up on Fox News. Newsflash, even though it's the most highest rated network in the nation, probably in the world for cable news, to be honest. But there are a lot of fucking dumbasses in there. And the more that I live in this world, the more I feel like it's saturated with dumbasses. So they, on Fox News, by paying a tribute, they, they, they put up on the screen fucking Patti LaBelle. And then they fucked up even more and brought in the pip singer Gladys Knight, Midnight Train to Georgia. Damn, I tried one of Patty's pies. Not that great. And kind of with a lot of preservatives, too. I was disappointed. But then again, Patti LaBelle, Aretha, I would not trade diet secrets with them. They're kind of like the two white ladies, those British ladies that used to put butter on everything. And even what's her name? Uh, damn, the racist. Almost forgot her damn name. Actually, I did. Oh, Paula Dean. Paula racist fucking Dean. It's not racist if I'm talking to my brother. It's not racist if it comes out of a white person's mouth. White people, you need to really look at the definition of racism because you guys are really trying to redefine it. I have 
my conservative friend Josh that tries to redefine it all the time. He's allowed to put a lot Islamophobic shit all over his feed and say that he doesn't hate Muslims. Well, he doesn't also say that he doesn't hate Muslims. Anytime you ask him, he doesn't say that he doesn't hate Muslims. And then he'll be like, that's not racist. And he never says anything good about black people. Recently he has. He said something about Aretha. And there was someone who got out of jail and sued the people that wrongfully put him in jail. That's cool too. But again, if you're not talking positively about a group, you can joke on anything. I, I joke on everyone. But I also know the positives about people. And I always try to extenuate those circumstances. Because it's not right to paint people in a negative eye when they don't deserve it. And especially... Yeah, man, I love all cultures, by the way. It may not seem like it. I love all walks of life. I really do. But my way of showing appreciation is also showing the flaws, is also laughing at all of it, including myself. I have a dent in my nose. I have a part, a permanent part in my head that I always have to shave up, and it makes my forehead look bigger. I'm probably 20 pounds overweight. I have big feet. I'm a little hairy. Fuck it. I got bushy eyebrows. I try to maintain those. Come at me, bruh. Come at me. But, you know, main things. Oh, my dick is okay. It's not the biggest dick in the world. It's a medium-sized dick. I'd have to say seven and a half. The average is around five. I'm sure my ex, from what I heard, she loves big dicks. So, you know, I guess mine wasn't appropriate size. So she could use that as a uh, boogie board, maybe. A a jumping board and probably dive off. She already did. Already did. (laughs) Tough for me to get over that. And on to the next subject, the music, actually. So we're back on Nicki Minaj. Her new album hit number one in 62 countries, but it did not hit number one on the Billboard, and I will tell you why. Kylie Jenner, Jenner, Kendall Jenner, the Kardashians in general, they are a PR machine. Well-oiled, well-greased up. Ray J hit it first. But he... uh, they they promoted it and they did a like a like a promotional deal like if you get like this ticket stub for a show for Astroland. So he ended up going number one. And what do you expect, Nikki? This is the this is the the era of gimmicks. Gimmicks really sell your records. And she did not have one. And her album, yes, it's better than Scorpion. Goodness gracious, and I'm a huge Drake fan. Drake, you gotta step it up, bro. You gotta stop fucking singing so goddamn much. And so does Nikki. Nikki, goddamn, you sing too much too. But her album is better than Scorpion. Is it better than Travis Scott's? No, actually. I actually like Travis Scott's better uh, album better than hers. So if I had to say, if I, it's legit. And the gimmick, and so she said, she gave him shade. She went on, like, Instagram and Twitter and said that he knows that he didn't get the number one album. That's some petty shit, and that's something I would do, actually. No, I'm joking. I don't know if I'd go that route. When it, co- when it comes to my career success, I don't really get salty like that. I get salty about really small things. Sweat the small stuff. Literally, actually. Sweat has salt. Isn't that funny? What a cliche. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Sweat the small stuff. Wow. That creeped into this uh, category. But anyway, Nicki Minaj, calm the fuck down. Stop bashing women on your way to the top like you did Miley Cyrus. Now, Miley Cyrus was wrong, and so was Taylor Swift. Damn, Nicki. 
I wish I could root for you more because you are about social justice within your pocket. Oh, and Southside Till I Die, baby. Southside Jamaica, Queens, represent Nikki. You better keep representing, bitch. Did I just watch? And I have a new job, so it's hard to watch everything, but I do. And right now I watch the movie on Netflix. It is called The Package, and it has one of the actors from Cockblockers, which was a really, really funny movie. Seth Rogen and Adam Devine. And Anders and Blake Anderson, they have been coming with a lot of Netflix programming. They are the uh, the lead cast of Workaholics. They came out with a huge success, Game Over Man. Netflix doesn't let out its metrics, so I'm just guessing from a lot of people talking about it that it did very well. They're very notorious for that, by the way. They do not let out their, their metrics. Good for them, though. That's, that's their own thing. Whatever. I like Netflix. They're going to get too big one day, just like I was talking about Bezos from Amazon the richest man in modern history, but he also does a lot of legislation against the poor and raising minimum wage. So fuck Bezos now. He's another one going into space, starting his own health insurance. Let's see how that goes. He's teaming up with Chase Bank for that, and I believe another company. Whatever. Rich people, they don't give a fuck about us. I watched this debate with Shank. And uh, Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, I'm actually impressed because even though I don't agree with him, he, he has a lot of facts. And he does very well in debates. And so does Cenk. And so did Anna Kasparian against Ann Coulter. They did a very good job. But Ben Shapiro, you'll probably never hear this. But I don't agree with trickle-down economics at all. He was trying to say that poor people need to stay in that role in order to give exponential capital to someone who's making an iPhone. You could still make a dope iPhone without fucking paying people minimum wage and having them on welfare and having them on food stamps and having them work at Walmart. You can still do that. People will still buy your phone, homie. People will still make your phone even if you're not making it in China. Hopefully one day we can resolve this mess because having people implemented in our government that try to keep putting in a system that never worked he he even admitted that our golden era was in the 50s and 60s during Eisenhower and stuff where the top bracket was taxed 60 to 91%. It's true. And we prospered. And I'm not saying, I'm Louis Schenck. I'm not saying we should get taxed that much, but we definitely shouldn't have corporate tax around 30. There definitely should be a bigger share from the rich. And it's funny how people call it misappropriation or redistribution. Yeah, we're redistributing it back to us, the middle class. You are the ones that you guys are the ones that redistributed it. We're not taking it from you. You took it from us. So that's my thing for that. But back into the package. Let's see who the Oh wow, few good producers actually. We got uh Ben Stiller, Adam Devine, Anders, Blake, and Kyle Nuchek. Again, these are all the guys from Workaholics. And the cast is Geraldine Wazwana. I mean, Viswanatha. Oh, Dan, how do you say her name? Viswanathan, Daniel Donnie, Alexander Calvert, 
Sadie Calavano. She's really hot. Blake was in it. Blake Anderson was in it. Really cool. Mary Holland. So that was really cool. That was a cool movie. It was weird. It was a little weird. I, I, I warn you, it's very crude. They go into the woods and they're going on this, this trip and it's two couples. One broke up and this is a ginger dude with a really nasty mustache. Guys, if you have red hair, stop growing mustaches. You look really silly. You, you look like you're eating out, period, all day. Stop it. I know people who do that. We've discussed that. And we're all still disgusted by it. We're still barfing in our cereal over it. So they go on this camping trip and somebody cuts off their dick. And basically, they go on a mission to try to reattach it. I won't give out too many details, but you will see it if you uh, hear that kind of detail. I would. I would run to the theater or run to Netflix to go see something like that. Cutting off a dick in the woods. I'm all about it. As a matter of fact, a snake bit it too. And you know what happens after that. So, the next movie that I saw, I did not see in its entirety, actually. I have the A-List Stubbs account, and I went to go see The Meg. In the meantime, before my radio show, shout out to the Real Hot and Fresh crew. Jamie, Zach Z-Fly, we had two audition guests. His name was Frank, and the other one was Carla from Miami. One is from Brooklyn and Queens. He was trying to up Brooklyn more. I wasn't having it. Fuck that. Southside till I die, bitch. So I told him I saw the Meg. So did Zach. Zach saw the Meg also. He said it was good. My uncle didn't like the ending. But I didn't see the ending. And I will. And I will report that soon. You know, I'm here weekly for you guys now. Don't worry. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. But the Meg was surprisingly good. I'm usually not into those high special effects movies. But they sucked me in, and Jason Statham was actually really good. He was really funny. I believed his character fully. The It had the right amount of sexy. It had the right amount of special effects. The right story. It definitely felt different than Jaws. I did feel like Jaws sometimes, but that's, that's just the genre that Mr. Spielberg has created. And it was very good. Highly recommended, actually. I, I don't even think the ending will spoil it. How could how bad could it be? But again, my uncle does not like open endings. He didn't like Three Billboards. There's a bunch of movies. He likes it all to be tied up. And I said on the radio show, actually, on DTF, Dropping the Flavor, I said that <laughs> I think people that don't read don't like open endings in movies. Because people who read avidly, they don't mind putting the story together or putting like a sequel in their head for the future. So... Yeah, that's my take on that. But anyway, the movie The Meg, I think is going to be pretty good at the end. <laughs> I know it's weird, but I had to make my radio gig in time, so I had to leave a little early. But I will finish it. And I didn't get to see Black Klansman. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to see it this week. And I'm going to see Crazy Rich Asians with my home girl, my homegirl, Constance Wu. She is going to meet her uh, fiance's family. And she is, and they're very over-dominating. It's kind of like my big fat Greek wedding, almost, but with Asian culture. And I'm very glad because Asians do not get the right representation in Hollywood. There's a lot of them in California, and a lot of them don't even get hired for film. A lot of Mexicans, and people are always looking for somebody that's not Mexican. Come on, Brad Pitt, stop it. But I, like I said, I root for Constance Wu. I root for the Asian community, even in the Supreme Court battle, even though it's going to make it harder 
for African Americans probably, but it's okay. Everybody needs their due justice. Asians are being uh, held out of the process of affirmative action, and that needs to be fixed. It needs to be addressed. So that's coming up soon. I mentioned that before. Good luck, guys. Good luck. It's not even Chinese New Year. Uh, The Affair is wrapping up. Shout out to Sophia for recommending that damn terrible ass show. No, it's wrapping up okay. Um, Allison, whatever. I I doubt anybody that watches this watches The Affair. But Allison dies and they're trying to figure out. uh, They already know who killed her, but they're already like just trying to put the pieces together. It's a really bad show. But I only did it because this really awesome co-worker and I have a huge crush on her. She recommended the show. And I did it for her, and I regret it. No, I'm joking. It's okay. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of the guy from, and I almost forgot his name, whatever, but he's from 300, and he's from The Wire. He's McNulty. He sucks as an actor, goddamn. So it's really hard to watch with him. Joshua Jackson's not even that great of an actor either. Whatever. So it's about this couple that gets into an affair they're they're both married and things go over time they end up getting married twice and there's a huge aftermath and they show the life of the ex-wife and the ex-husband and it's from the perspective of all these people it's just a big novella on to more interesting shows i didn't see it yet but ballers is back and last season he was in flux, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. He was in flux of trying to buy the Raiders and bringing them to Vegas. So he, he has switched. I think he is down geared a little bit because last season was showing him uh, biting off more than he can chew. And we saw that. So hopefully the season is better. And it, no, it was a good season, though. It doesn't need to be better. It was It was really good. So I like Ballers. It's produced by Mark Wahlberg. He's awesome. I didn't see Mile 22. I probably won't see Mile 22. Not my type of thing. Sorry, guys, who love to hear a review about that. Not my thing. If it's going to have a lot of guns and glory and, and all that kind of stuff, it's got to it's gotta really bring me in. It's got to be different. Same thing with sports movies. I'll see Creed one day. I saw the first one. I don't really like boxing movies anymore. I feel like I've seen them all. Football stories. It's got to be really good. So I will see Creed Part 2 because I am interested in uh, the kid... Mr. Michael B. Jordan uh, fighting Drago. That'd be really interesting. Really interesting. And Sylvester Stallone really uh, took the time to pick the director for this movie. Insecure is back and it is awesome. Team Lawrence. I don't even give a shit if Lawrence is even on the show anymore. Shout out to Yvonne Orji. Her last name is spelled O-R-J-I. And she is wonderful. Her, She's Molly. She is... Teaching people how to be a how. I love it. I love it. Insecure is so good. I, we've spoken about it before that the soundtrack is fucking amazing. And I'm so happy that she's getting the, the, the recognition from Awkward Black Girl on the internet. Good for you. Good for you. I love you. I love you, Issa Rae. You're so fucking talented. And I can't wait for more projects. So pro- uh, uh, supposedly, she's coming out with an HBO drama during slavery times. Whatever, man. We, we got it. I'm not afraid of that kind of stuff. I have neighbors. I have friends that are even more black than me. And they get very, very uncomfortable with that kind of stuff. And it's funny because this dude is Jamaican. And he didn't really go as much slavery as we did as the United States. So that's really a little, uh, a little funky. 
but it's all good. He's kind of ignorant anyway. He doesn't really try to know a lot. Kind of stuck in the same spot. He's almost 40 years old and he's had the same job that hasn't really promoted him. He's got like some graveyard shift that he's like very comfortable with. I don't get it. I don't understand it. So upcoming shows, actually, speaking of HBO, The Watchmen. I took a comic book sociology class that I failed, unfortunately. I know, I was a dickhead a freshman year in college. But uh, Frank Miller's classic is coming back. And now it will be a HBO show. Speaking of which, Lord of the Rings is developing a show on Netflix. Go Teen Titan, that was a movie that just came out. I will not be seeing that probably, but I'm a big fan of old comic books. DC is trying to make that possible. So if you like comic book movies and if you enjoy DC a lot and you enjoy the show on Cartoon Network, you should go see that. My friend Kasim, he's a good photographer. He's helped me with some projects. He enjoyed it. I just saw the recent Death Battle. That is something you guys need to watch. Death Battle is an amazing show. It's on YouTube, the Screwdriver Network or something like that. They, they're amazing. They're, they are the epitome of voiceover to me right now. And they kind of do what with uh, MTV used to do with their battle, their death match. They take hypothetical uh, characters and they pit them against each other. But in this one, they actually use different graphics that could uh, that brings them together. Neutral graphics, neutral graphics. So it could be 16-bit, it could be 32-bit, it could be 3D. But it, they, they both are in a neutral playing field. So they've done Samurai Jack versus Afro Samurai. They've done Ryu versus Liu Kang. They've done Superman versus Goku. They've done Batman versus Black Panther. Very awesome show. So my favorite villain of all time is not Venom, but Venom is actually getting good. The The promos, I just saw one during the Meg. It's looking really good. So I'm definitely going to see that now. I was, and I love Tom Hardy. Shout out to him and Taboo. I didn't finish that yet, but that's a very good show. So Venom will be awesome, but Carnage is my ultimate favorite villain, villain of all time. He just kills, 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 and he regenerates his suit if you cut yourself he can come out of that if he cuts himself all he needs is one remnant of himself and he can come back to life and he just he just murders people that's his main objective he doesn't try to have any diabolical plan he just wants to kill people so hopefully he'll be a villain i don't think he'll be a villain in spider-man actually that'll be very hard to work into the script now i kind of see the direction that venom is going with sony they are probably going to bring carnage as a villain in that movie look out for that but I actually have a subject about a show that I wanted to talk to you about real quick before I move on to the next Where the Fuck Did I Go? Wentworth. I told you I started watching that. I'm on the season two. It is on Australian prison. Full of women. Kind of like Orange is the New Black on The Wire. Very dark. Not as funny as Orange is the New Black. People complain about Orange is the New Black sometimes getting too serious. But you guys need to seriously wake the fuck up because prison ain't a fucking joke. It ain't a sitcom, bitch. So when they had that season when they were doing the prison riot, that shit is real. Even the gang shit, that that was real. Even the turf wars, that was real. So I like Orange Zoo Black. I actually like it better than Weeds. Weeds is one of my all-time favorite shows. 
but it kind of fell off for a while. I think people, I think people just want to act like they got taste. Orange is black is fine. Hop off the dick. But Wentworth, and I saw, I saw two instances where they brought children into the prison where they they conceived in the prison or out of the prison, and they gave birth, and they were able. So I looked up some facts. And it says, oh, damn, I was on one article, but I clicked on another one because it said this dude admitted to killing his two children, pregnant wife. Holy shit. So depressing. We're not going to touch into that. I'm not headline news. We don't need to talk about that. I'm more about entertainment. Yes, on Keep Up with Sylvan Sane, we talk about viral entertainment news, film, TV, YouTube videos, anything media content. And at the end, we make fun of a cliche, which usually has a personal antidote of myself. Get ready for that. So let's read some stats. At any given time, between 6 and 10% of the approximate 113,000 women serving time in the United States are pregnant. Between 1977 and 2007, the number of women behind bars increased 832%. That rise incarcerated women equates to several thousand babies born in prison each year. Thousands. That was my question to myself. How many babies are born in prison each year just from watching Wentworth? And hearing an NPR episode, actually, because they said that women are the highest rising demographic of people in prison anywhere. They're taking on responsibility and equality within the ranks, sometimes they're used as drug mules, and sometimes women and men judges become moralistic, and they try to give them harsher sentences because they feel like they're mothers. Fuck that. For female prisoners, giving birth while serving time is often distressing experience. Here's what you may not know. Well, the Flash player went out, so we're not going to read that whole shit. But isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Women... You need to watch out, and you need to take care of each other, because I don't want you locked up, man. I don't want the pussy riot to end up being pussy incarcerated. Stop it. Stop the fucking games. And men, stop the fucking bullshit. Stop using your women as drug pouches. What the fuck? <laughs> and I don't get it. I don't I don't understand having a kid. Even one of these stories, they were talking about the, the, the kid being strung out on heroin. I have an in-law that is a crack baby, and he ain't doing so hot. So try not to do the drugs while you're having these kids, guys. I know it's a serious subject. I know it's not that easy, but damn, we need to do better. We need to do better. Did I just go? And I almost fucked that up, but you guys caught me. You caught me. Production value is hard nowadays, guys. B-Y-I until I can afford it. Where the fuck am I going? Where the fuck did I just go? I didn't go anywhere that may special. I'm trying to get my feet back together while getting this job and pay my bills. So there won't be that many trips. Maybe some mini ones. I just paid back the person that, that fucking charged me for going to Austin without even going to Austin. Thanks, buddy. It's fucking expensive being poor. 
basically I didn't go on this birthday trip and they still charged me. They said, I, I offered to pay and the person still collected the money from me. You're a douchebag. I tell you that I haven't had a job for months and you still accept money from that just shows what fucking kind of character. So we're not not friends, motherfucker, but like don't try to come at me all friendly after you just tried to like debt collect me over a room I didn't even inhabit. Guys, if you go on a trip and someone cancels, you fucking man up and you add a little bit more to your damn reservation. That's what I've done. I can't believe I offered that. Oh, so that's my fault for offering that. But anyway, I'm going to go see Drake next week with the Migos. I've been seeing them on Snapchat. I saw the Chicago performance. It looks great. He has this Ferrari that's flying through the air. The Migos and him are performing a lot. They have this basketball court that looks like those glow-in-the-dark air hockey tables. That shit looks amazing. I love great production value, guys. Drake is a really good artist, even though Scorpion is probably his worst album that he's come out with to date. Too much singing, and he will be doing a lot of singing this show. But I ain't having that. I ain't having that. If you if you want the Funk Flex version of your fans to be listening to High Heels, no, I'm joking. Women... They're a great demographic. I don't care. And that's fine. Keep singing, Drake. It's just not for me. Same thing with Nikki. You guys sing too much. Cash money. You keep bringing out too many singing damn rappers. Let's get somebody like me with a different kind of spin on it. <laughs> I am also going to see 311 Gym Class Heroes. I have a little story about that. And Offspring. Offspring I'll be singing again with my uncle and cousins. They're really awesome. They actually outperformed some band that I went to go see. I forgot who it was, but they definitely uh, did better. Damn, I'm trying to remember who it was. But anyway, Gym Class Heroes, on to them. Well, first of all, 311, Amber is one of my favorite songs of all time. I can't, I'm pretty much going to see that. I mean, I do like them as a band. They're very similar to uh, Sublime and all that kind of stuff. They were out at the same time. But, uh, so back to gym class heroes, Travis, a lot of people used to say that I look like him, the lead singer. And I don't agree. Like if I had tattoos or if I had cornrows again, I used to have cornrows when I was in middle school. So I don't really agree with that, but whatever. So funny story on my, uh, on this girl that had the same birthday as me, we were doing lots of yay. We're drinking lots of beer, lots of blunts. The same place where I killed the praying mantis by accident. I killed an endangered species. I don't think they're endangered anymore, though. So does that story really count? And I ended up... I, I people. The reason why we went up there is because they wanted me to, to uh, use this, this advantage that I had over this girl. This girl wanted to hook up with me. And she wanted to bring us there for the weekend, pretty much to mack on me. So I sacrificed for someone's birthday. Fast forward, I kill a praying mantis. I'm never allowed back. During that time, though, we're on this speedboat, and for some reason, we're listening to this song nonstop, and it's called Viva La White Girl while we're sniffing White Girl. And that's where I almost died. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and I, for some reason, I was doing so much coke that I just, like, dipped over and fucking with the same girl. So hot, so hot. I won't mention her name. A lot of people know her, and I actually banged her on this trip while she had a boyfriend. But anyway, uh, she, <laughs> I'm so bad, but she was out with me. We had the same birthday and we, I had less flotating devices than she did, but we still were really nervous and we held on to each other. Thank goodness. And our Mexican friend who 
is not doing very well, by the way. And he was shitting on me recently, trying to say something about my living conditions and my uh, salary. And my friend, my good friend, just saw him in court for possession of a dime bag, pretty much. So good job, brother. And he didn't look like he was doing too hot. But anyway, that's my story about Gym Class Heroes. I can't wait to see that concert. I have never seen Gym Class Heroes or 311. Amber is a color of your energy. From one of my favorite movies, 51st Dates. That's before Adam Sandler started being a Zionistic piece of shit. And it came out in his movies. Netflix, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I basically almost died in the ocean. I almost died a few times, by the way. I almost got hit by a tree. I was getting a FEMA sandy tree out the way in my backyard. And it fell and people had to tell me. And I had to like jump out the way. That shit would have hurt. Trees hurt, guys. Trees hurt. Move out the way, bitch. What the fuck? Did I just say? And what the fuck did I just say is usually a cliche or something dumb someone said. Nah, not that dumb. Not that dumb. So, let's talk about Cardi real quick. On the show, on uh, Keeping Real Hot and Fresh, we talked about strippers and prostitutes uh, being a uh, frowned upon career choice. And it really is. It really is. And it's not because, see, my stance on it is, if you're only good at taking off your clothes and you're only good at having sex, yeah, you deserve to get judged. But if that's just circumstances, like if that's just a job that's available at the time and you're just trying to make ends meet, you're just trying to put food on your table, go ahead, girl. That ain't nothing. Like I said, if you're just good at sex, even if you're not a sex worker, you're kind of lame. As a matter of fact, I saw this thing that got a lot of responses on my Instagram and it was men like to have sex with people, with women. Actually, that's not what it said. I like to have sex with un- unstable women. But anyway, men have better sex with emotionally unstable women. And it is so true, in my opinion, it is so true from my observation from the pussy that I have swam in. Women that are less sure of themselves, unstable, emotionally stable, mentally deranged, blah, blah, blah. They usually love hot sex, whether it's enabling whatever is wrong with them. Or because women that are established, that are doing well, that do have a good head on their shoulders, ha ha ha, just don't give good head. No, I'm joking. They don't actually. But some of them get lazy because they have more to offer than sex. And sex isn't always on their mind. That's been my experience. Anytime I have a well put together woman, they get lazy in bed. They think that like the other ways that they can compensate. And to be honest, men were pretty simple. No. Please keep fucking us. Don't get us that tie. I don't want that tie. I'm good. I didn't bring you to Cancun for you to give me a fucking tie. Just not happening. That's not a good gift. And by the way, guys, women or men for your partners, whatever. If you're getting a man a tie, don't get him some cheap shit. If you're going to get him a tie, get him from Brooks Brothers. Or if you're really feeling great, Hermes. So yeah, I'm defending Cardi B. The same dude that came at him, he has no teeth, and he's rapping in strip clubs. What the fuck is that? Who are you to judge? And he judged 
while we had one of our co-hosts who was a stripper. And he's like, what do you say to your kids? I was like, why don't you ask him? Why don't you ask Bobby? Bobby is a stripper, was a stripper, and he fucking has a kid. Why are you asking the females? Because prostitution strippers are female-dominated fields just like teaching, just like nursing, and they don't get the proper the proper respect because it's not a male-dominated field. You can write that fucking check and send it. We also touched upon, is chivalry dead? And I believe it is. I don't think, I think it's dying. And not because women don't deserve respect, they don't deserve to have a chair pulled out. No, all those things are valid. And if you're being a courteous person, that's nice. But that doesn't mean a person's a bad person because of it. Women are becoming more equal and they deserve to be equal. They always should have been equal. It never should have been like this. It should have never been a wage gap, an equality gap, women getting abused, none of that. Never should have happened. I don't care whether we have the higher muscles or the the, the advantage. I'm not going to say brain power because women definitely are not dumber than men at all. To be honest, I would vouch to say that they're smarter. But uh, we talked about chivalry being dead. I do think that. I think that uh, a lot of women are going Dutch nowadays for dinner when it comes. It gets expensive, guys. And they made a good point on the radio show. Zach made this point. That if you if you try to pay equal on all dates, then it won't have that element of that you owe the guy sex. Now, if that's what you want, if you want to make that the barter system that you like to have sex for food, more power to you, man. You welcome the burning man. But it's kind of a little cheesy to do that kind of shit, and it's kind of not nice. But hey, if that was the case, I would be on Tinder food all day. Swipe right if you like to get fed. And you like the fuck. So, that's enough with those. But real quick before we leave, let's get on to the cliche of the week. And it has something to do with the theme that we're going on with misogyny. Drum roll, please. Boys will be boys. Don't worry about it. Just let boys be boys. That's my impression of some fucking uh, Yenta out there trying to sit, trying to vilify. No, not trying to vilify. Trying to verify her son fucking up the neighborhood. I have a neighbor, guys, that terrorizes my block. He doesn't live here anymore. He lives in Pennsylvania. We talked about him before. He thinks he's Debo. He's not Debo. He's a little pussy. He's run from the cops many times. Tried to get all Denzel Washington on us. Saying Kong, King Kong ain't got shit on him. King Kong literally shitted on him that day. But anyway, boys will not be boys. That is such a dumb-ass fucking phrase. What does that mean? Boys can be whatever they want. I remember I told you about that girl that judged me for knowing an Adele song. Let men be the way they want to be. If they want to be a Mitch, let them fucking be a Mitch. If they want to... As long as they ain't hurt nobody, that's what I'm saying. As long as you're not doing some Ike, Tina Turner shit... As long as you're not, we touched on this on the show for keeping it real hot and fresh. David Justice used to abuse the shit out of Holly Berry mentally. And I think a little physically too. Not right. And I'm with Whoopi Goldberg. No one should be hitting each other. I hit a female one time before when I was in high school. Not good. I got in big trouble. Not okay. Not okay. No one should be hitting each other. That's not the point. That is not the point. Not that I shouldn't be hitting a female. No, I should not be hitting a female. 
But women shouldn't be hitting men either. And we should be teaching people not to do that. So girls being girls when it comes to like fucking somebody up, that's not all right either. So girls shouldn't be girls when it comes to anything. Gender specific stuff kind of fucking sucks. There's segregation everywhere. Why do you think women are making way less in sports? Because it's segregated. So boys, let's be men. Let's fucking be boys and let's turn them into men. Stop letting that happen. And I have a great example of this. My great neighbor, JR, he's awesome. I learned many life lessons from him. I used The way that I overcame bullying was him, him, my father, a few people teaching me basketball. I got taller than everyone. I live in a predominantly black neighborhood. I'm very light-skinned. So I went through a lot. And I don't judge anybody for it, whatever. That's just the climate, whatever. We're, a lot of us are cool now. Basketball. Bridges all gaps, I guess. So JR, great neighbor, like I said, he taught me this great lesson. And again, he used to say, let boys be boys. And that was no cool. That wasn't a great lesson. That might have been a good lesson being like, well, you're a douchebag for that. And that's why your boys were as fucked up as they were. But he still was a pretty good father. And he had this awesome thing, this awesome uh, ultimatum. And he said to his all three of his boys, I got money. For college and I got bail money you can only use it once you decide suffice to say all three of them chose bail money unfortunately maybe not the last one maybe not the third one I don't think so because he has a family he's doing quite all right actually but the first two definitely not and the other one the middle one actually he was actually more of my close friend and he died while I lived in Indiana he was getting his shit together he went to go drop off his, his daughter for a job training. And his girlfriend got mad about it. She wanted more time to herself. The, the, the new man was in a closet, chased after him. They fought in the in the freaking hallway. He beat his ass. He beat the, the, the new baby, I mean, the new uh, boyfriend's ass. The guy goes, gets a gun, and shoots him in the back. I might have told this story before, but it's so sad. I hate when people are trying to get their life together and something like that happens. R.I.P. to Keith. Uh, shout out again to Jr. But boy, moral of the story, boys will not be boys. Whatever stereotype of you being a man, you need to wash that away. Because you need to start redefining it. And getting shot in the back is no good. Slapping women, slapping anybody, getting all aggressive like a stereotypical man is no good. I haven't fought in a long time, and I'm proud of that. I don't need to be fighting nobody. That's just pretty primitive. And whether you're Chris Brown or Rihanna, domestic violence, whatever it is, I like I said, I had a relative that got away with hitting a dude, fucking up a dude, and the cops laughed at him because of the role that he plays as a man. Men being men, boys being boys. So we need to ignore that, guys. We need to fucking ignore that. And... We also need to be like me and sweat the small stuff. Damn, I love that phrase. I mean, I've heard that phrase before, but I didn't get it as it pertained to salt. Because salt is small. And salt can become big if you let it add up. But anyway, that is the end of my motherfucking show. We kept it at 50 minutes. We tried to do that within an hour. Again, you'll be listening to me weekly. I am on SoundCloud. I am on Spotify. I'm on Google Play. I'm on iTunes. All you have to do is type in Keep Up or Stilvin Sane, S-T-I-L-L-V-I-N, 
S-A-N-E. That is still insane with a V in the middle of it. It's just like it's doing still insane, you know, for those bipolar people out there. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I just went over 300 followers on Twitter. I'm very happy about that. For some reason, I couldn't get that many followers on Twitter. Like I said, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook Live every Sunday at 8 to 9 p.m. for Dropping the Flavor Network. You can watch that on the DTF app, or you can watch us and listen to us on Facebook Live, whether on my Facebook Live or the Livest Show. It's called the Livest Show, or you can go on the DTF page. You can also listen to my show, Keep Up, which you're listening now, on stillvinsane.com. I have plenty of episodes there. I also have old school episodes of Words Mean Things, which shout out to Mush and the CWF Network. They're still doing big things, but they never redid my show. I'm a little disappointed in that. I was looking forward to seeing someone pick up the mantle for my old show that solely concentrated on personal stories and cliches, where that is just uh, a part of my show now. I am going to get the fuck out of here. So you better shut the fuck up, listen up, and keep up with Sylvan Sane. I'm over and out, homies. Mm-hmm.